0: What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? What if I told you that every day, ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hi, I'm BJ Sype, and you are listening to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I am a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. Thanks for tuning in. At this point, you have probably been wondering, did BJ die? (laughs) What has happened to the podcast? Well, I will fill you all in in just a few moments. But first, welcome back. It's good to be back in the saddle after an extended break, not only from the podcast, but from just about everything. Our last episode dropped back on July 20th. And in all honesty, I had hoped to have another episode drop the following Thursday with my very good friend and special guest, Scott Beyer. Sadly, technical difficulties prevented our conversations from being properly recorded not once, but twice in a row. After hours of two valiant efforts and having run out of time before we both had other commitments we decided to call it for now and return at a later date to attempt to have him on the program. We did manage to get his essay recorded, and I will share that for your benefit soon. But to explain my absence the last few weeks, I was taking a much-needed vacation in my home state of Oregon. After preaching a lectureship over the first weekend of August, My wife and three children and I took two weeks of vacation for the year to enjoy time with family and friends that we have dearly missed. I hardly looked at my phone, email, or much of anything over that period of time, but we are back home safely in Danville and ready to get back to work. Today's episode comes to you by way of my children, especially my son, Dane. When it comes to our two oldest children, They are essentially carbon copies of how Kylie and I operate. Ava is very much like me. She can go, 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 and never once get tired. She is energized by people, events, big groups, and absolutely loves to perform. Dane, on the other hand, is very much like my wife. He also enjoys people and events, but big groups and too much go, go, go? is a big challenge for him. He is very much a homebody who loves his routine and loves his small circles. At one point during the trip, Dane was crying and we asked him what was wrong, to which he replied, I don't like people. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) We get it, bud. Hang in there. Throughout the trip, he would from time to time break down and say things like, I want to go home, or I miss Ollie, our dog, and things like that. It was plain to see that while he loved time with Grandma and Grandpa and all of the fun things that we did, he was very ready to go home. Well, the time finally came to board our plane and come back to Danville, and we got home late Saturday and spent most of Monday in complete recovery mode after a long day of worship Sunday. We were sitting at the table eating lunch when, without any context, Dane once again started to cry. I looked up from my plate and asked, What's wrong, son? To which he replied, I miss Grandma and Grandpa. I want to go back. At that point, I couldn't help but just shake my head and laugh. He just couldn't be pleased. While in Oregon, he missed Kentucky. Now that we're back in Kentucky, he misses Oregon. You know, in a lot of ways, we can be very much like Dane, but with much more important things in our life. I have discovered that in my life, it is so easy to miss things the way that they were or be so anxious for things that are yet to come. I'm sure that you have also felt this way at times. And even Scripture speaks about this. Concerning the past, Solomon would write, Don't say, Why were the former days better than these? Since it is not wise that you ask this. Ecclesiastes 7 and verse 10. Concerning the future, James would write, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will travel to such and such a city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be. For you are like a vapor that appears for a little while, then vanishes. Instead, you should say, If the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. James 4 verses 13 through 15. Despite these admonitions, we frequently do not consider these things and find ourselves longing for what was or is yet to come. It can happen with marriage. We can long for what used to be, the days when we were younger and in our honeymoon phase where everything seemed simpler. Or we can long for what is to come, being older and having more financial security and stability perhaps. It can happen with parenting. We long for what used to be, the baby stage with all the coos and the little toes where most of your days were spent playing and rocking with your child. Or we can long for what is yet to come, when they're finally out of diapers or finally in school or finally out of the house, and the list goes on. It can happen with how we view our lives as a whole. We can long for what used to be, missing the days when we were carefree and without responsibility as a child. Or we can long for what is to come, being retired, and finally having the time to do the things that it seems you're incapable of doing in your present state. Regardless of what it is, there is something that we have to realize. While we are busy missing what used to be or longing for what is yet to be, we can actually end up missing what is present right in front of us. As parents, you can miss the beauty and wonder of every stage your child is going through if you're too busy longing for different days, and you will never get those days back. In your marriage, you will not build the intimacy or relationship that you could have with your spouse if you are not grateful and content with the present. In your life, you will miss the gifts that God has given you this very day if you are constantly stuck in the past or constantly obsessed with the future. Solomon would write in Ecclesiastes 5 and verses 18 through 20, Here is what I have seen to be good. It is appropriate to eat, drink, and experience good in all the labor one does under the sun during the few days of his life that God has given to him, because that is his reward. Furthermore, everyone to whom God has given riches and wealth, he has allowed him to enjoy them, take his reward, and rejoice in his labor. This is a gift of God, for he does not often consider the days of his life because God keeps him occupied with the joy of his heart. The point is this. We need to learn to be present. We need to learn to be content. We need to learn gratitude for what is right in front of us. This is the day that the Lord has made. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode, and I would invite you back every Thursday for a brand new episode each week. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for future announcements or even some special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, share it with someone else that you think would benefit from it also. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day Set Our Minds Above.